June 1795, Cherau District, South Carolina. It had been nearly a year since Rachel's death. Even though I was 37 years old, I had a difficult time making decisions. I'd thought much about Gilbert Sweat's idea of moving to the westward part of South Carolina and sensed it was a good idea. People moved westward, and it would give me an opportunity to tell them of the love of Jesus. But it would be impossible to move and rear four children. I was also confronted daily about my feelings for Sarah. After our scripture reading and prayer on Saturday evening, I told Sarah I need to speak with her after she put the children down. When she returned to the main room, I reached for her hand, but she immediately pulled it away. I hesitated to speak, but knew I had to. When Ezekiel visited, he told me something that's helped me greatly. He said that I'm no longer married to Rachel, and I shouldn't keep seeing myself as married. He said that caring for you is not a disloyalty to her. His words poured comfort into my soul because I care deeply about you. Sarah shrugged and hung her head. I lifted her chin. I need to know if you feel the same way. I don't know. I took a deep breath. You don't know if you have feelings for me? Her face flushed, almost as red as her hair, and she cried. I'm sorry, I wasn't trying to pressure you. I just needed to know. I'll never ask you again. Sarah lifted her head. No, that's not what I want. I do care about you, but I feel so guilty. I loved Miss Rachel. She took me in when no one else cared about me. This is so confusing. I don't know what to do. I gently took her hand and placed it between mine. I have an idea. Why don't you do what Richard Curtis taught me to do when I needed God's guidance? She sniffled. What's that? Spend some time reading the Bible tonight and pray. Ask God to show you what to do. He'll speak to you through his word. I placed my hand on her face and gently stroked it. Will you do that? If God doesn't give you peace, then we won't go any further. But if he gives you peace, we'll see where we go from here. Sarah stepped out to her cabin, and I did what I told her to do. I spent much of the evening reading and praying. It didn't seem like I had slept long before I heard the roosters. Sarah already had breakfast ready for the children. She hummed as she put bread on the table. When Adjutant teased Mary, Sarah scolded him, but smiled while she did it. I knew her answer. We decided not to wait long before getting married because we didn't want to be overwhelmed with temptations and dishonor the Lord. We set boundaries to keep us from giving in to our desires. I decided one of the best things I could do would be to make a trip to the Reedy River to find a place for us to live. That put me away from the house for much of the time we might be tempted. I felt it would be better to sell the plantation here in the Cherau district because the memories would haunt us. Sarah and I needed to create our own life 
some new memories. I also made a trip to see Mr. Brave Boy. While there, I talked to the pastor of the Baptist Church at Black River, and he agreed to marry us. Shortly afterward, Sarah and I committed our lives to one another in holy marriage at the meeting house on the Black River, near where I had first met Mr. Brave Boy. The pastor told us about the Baptist congregation near the Reedy River and encouraged us to become involved with those believers. I sold my property at a good price and purchased a piece of land on the Reedy River. When I had left North Carolina with Rachel, it had felt like an adventure. However, after Rachel passed, the spirit of adventure had flown away like a bird hearing gunshots. 